So like, how are y'all doing? Um, well, I've survived an insurrection in my lifetime now, so pretty all right, I guess. I guess that's all right. A, a plus all right. column for me. F- falling apart, maybe a little bit. Like, oof. Like we're recording a week late because the day we were originally supposed to record, there was a, a whole ass insurrection. <laughs> yeah, more or less. I I have to say, it's this weird thing where I'm never really sure if this is the, the place to be like, whoa, world's crazy. But it's like so in the front of things that sometimes it's like, there's no way I can just not say anything. It's hard. It made, yeah, it's- it made me very much want to agree with a take I heard on something else, which was, so technically it should still be 2020. And what we should what we should say, at least for now, depending on how COVID stuff goes, is what we should <clears throat> what should we, we what we should think in our minds is that 2020 really started in March mm. with COVID, and it will I last see. until about March 2021, 15th. and then we can let our minds flip to say now now it's 2021, now it's time to party. What I definitely am looking forward to is late 2021, early 22, when we really do actually probably have a Roaring Twenties style. Okay. Oh, oh, absolutely. Thing happen, is, I'm ready for that. Can I? There's there's going to be a hell of a party next winter. Oh, can I? Cool. I've, I may have mentioned this in our group chats, but I'm going to introduce a theory that I have that's, m- like, I would say that the, the percentage joke serious is like 70-30, which is this. Baby boom two is gonna happen. It might. It's gonna happen because people are gonna be sucking and fucking the moment that they can <laughs> interact with another human being again. God, wait, wait, wait. I'm not I kidding. I am stone wait, wait, wait. I need serious. a clarification. Do you mean when the Roaring Twenties Part Two happens, or tar- or two, the Roaring Twenties Two happens, or are you talking because of COVID in the next couple months? Which one? Because I would say the, it's already starting. I mean, to be fair. when it is already starting, as people are inside with their significant others. And I don't know. Like I actually read a thing that said it was going to look like the opposite because they had a theory that because so many people were stuck inside all the time, people up. were mu- no, people were much more uh, adamant about protection and stuff because of that. that I mean, it could be mm. that too, but I think that the post because here's what's going to happen. It's not that it's not because of COVID itself it's because people have been so and and this goes for me and all of us have just been so stuck inside missing human interaction face to face that people are going to be just so ecstatic when they're back around other people that it's gonna make them horny i'm kind of so gabe what you're saying is that your twitter persona will become your (laughs) life persona no never that was a failed experiment and when i was 19 that's remained a, a specter of my mindset. And also my Twitter persona is like 5% horny maximum. No, no. It's, it's, it's probably like 20% horny. From least. what? I don't even like interact. Gabe, like, Gabe, I get notifications for your likes. Don't even try to pretend. Why do you they get? They show up in my feed. Wait. They show up in my feed. They show up in people's feeds sometimes. Wait, wait, wait. But first of all, I'm it's, still... It, let wait, me, wait, wait. When we say horny, when we say horny, we don't mean, like, sexually horny. We mean, like, emotionally horny. So yeah. that, so that's fair. I will say that, that 50% of that is me. 50% of that is empathy with people who, who you know, are in that state as well. But also, um, I thought that you meant that you had a setting on for Twitter where your phone would give you a push <laughs> notification. No, 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 no. Every no, time no. I liked a tweet and I was going to say, you are going to give yourself a... And you're some kind of hole in your stomach. <laughs> I don't know. Just from that amount of... Because I don't, like, hold back. I like, like, every tweet that makes me chuckle. I don't think of it as, like, bookmarking that shit. It's just a... It's like a thumbs up, you know? Oh, man. Um, Here's something buck wild I found out today. The father-in-law of, certain, of a certain podcaster who is married to a certain doctor follows me on Twitter. Okay, I got how did you. that come to pass i don't know i don't know you should be you know, the man hosts this. two podcasts and he you, you should know, be exploiting his, this he, what you should be exploiting this 
I, I could be. I'm, you know, maybe I just need to start posting about my podcast more. Listen, I, I found out because he liked a, a, a fucking Simpsons meme I posted about how the Democratic Party has become more conservative. <laughs> well, here's what I'm like wondering is like, I feel like I can't even put together like what you would tweet about because I just see that. I don't think of this as like John's Twitter persona is X. I see you tweets thing and I think. That's John saying something that he would say. So I'm trying to think, like, what content would have attracted this particular follow. I feel like My thought is maybe, like, I liked a few of his tweets or something, and he was like, oh, this seems like a good kid. This seems like someone who likes to talk about sci-fi and music and podcasts, you know? Maybe he just wanted to hear my thoughts on, like, I don't know, the new... What I, I, what's need, your I need single? an emergency <laughs> plan for good single. Star Wars takes in case yeah, they put okay. out another movie. <laughs> yes. You know what? Maybe it was my Muppet Gatsby take. So it's 2021. Well, officially, but not in our minds. Remember, not till March. No one aged that, this That's year. the game we're playing. What, what do we want to do this year? Do we want to get political? Do we want to endorse Yang for mayor of New York? Because he just no. knows he's running. No. But this could be where we put our stake in the ground. No. He's he's running on UBI in New York, though. He doesn't even live there. Oh, he you know what was now. so fucking funny was that he was like, I'm going to move to Atlanta to did, like do the thing. Did, did he do anything? I Not only do I not know, I don't know if he ever came here. And like part of like, I feel like this is like literally doesn't make any sense. But this is like reflexive thought. As I was like, he never came. I never saw him. <laughs> Just like, oh, oh. Can I just can I just say one more thing yeah. that I'm still salty about? Yeah. Why the fuck did they run Ossoff? Like I know he won. I know he won on Raphael oh, Warnock's so court. You're just coat saying tails. it doesn't make a lot of sense because I agree with that. Like you're just saying he probably should like made he maybe wasn't the best guy to win. Yeah. Possibly. Oh, he certainly. I actually wasn't. completely he... disagree. He was the only person I think could have beat Purdue in that race. That's my personal opinion. Oh, I, I just like... don't. I just. I just. But, like, he lost his last election against an easier opponent to beat, in my opinion. Like, I... Wait. Oh, easy, it, oh easier to beat, yes. It's quite but, I mean, possible. I the do. Demo- but, like, that was years ago. Everything was different in Georgia back then. I mean, the, the answer is... That was he, it different he, in Georgia? It was Was different. it that different? It or was had, different. That was when Stacey just... Abrams was losing, too. It was different. Stacey yeah. Abrams was losing because Kemp stole cheated. the election. It was, like, 50 Kemp, Kemp was Secretary of State when he ran last time, too. That's, man, what a, what a I think he had one governor, but he was still sick. I have to get my timeline right, but I'm pretty sure he was. He still was still Secretary of State. Yes, I think that's part of the answer. I honestly think there wasn't another candidate in Georgia that I think if you flipped Ossoff and uh, Warnock, they would have both lost. I actually kind of think that <sighs> Purdue had name whoa, recognition. Whoa, whoa, he's right. Wait yeah. a minute. Holy shit. Yeah, that's rough. Wow, someone big brained it. Don't play politics still, with me. Okay, I, I agree with you, but I also don't think Ossoff wins without Warnock also being in the runoff. Oh, oh, easy. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't disagree with that either. Yeah. Yeah. God, such a weird situation. Twenty twenty two is gonna be. Ugh. Yeah, I just. Ugh. I, like, I get, I get people being against. They're not super loving Ossoff, but I'm kind of glad there's just like a young dude. It is kind of wild that Georgia elected a Jewish white kid. Like, oh yeah, no, a really like young Jewish kid senator. is kind of wild. That's kind of wild, honestly. Like considering considering that in the early 20th century we lynched a Jewish man for no reason. Yeah, and also yeah. considering there's just like to give you an idea of of like the the when I moved here, my family was like, there's not a lot of like Jewish cultural connections in Georgia. I was like, I I I know. Like I am very surprised that that's who the guy was. People were like, oh. Warnock is Georgia's first black senator, and I thought, holy shit, that's kind of fucked up. And then they said... Only the 10th black senator in America. Nationally, right? And then people were like, Ossoff is Georgia's first Jewish senator, and I was like, well, where would they have found another one? I think think he's the 10th, maybe the 10th black senator ever, but he's the first black senator from any of the southern states, I'm pretty sure. He's the first Democratic black senator because yeah, Tim Scott was the other one. It's obviously going to depend on if you like I guess I don't know if there's a hard line on what is the southern states. We haven't even said the name of the show yet, guys. I mean, 
Well, I was just going to say one more thing, which is the other reason I think Asif did really well in this cycle is because it was right after John Lewis passed and he was very seriously under John Lewis and picked by John Lewis for stuff for a long time. Oh, yeah. And yes, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. So I think that has a lot to do with yeah, it. Yeah, I... <sighs> I get that a left, a real leftist probably wouldn't have won, but I still would have liked to see a leftist try well, and run in Georgia. People need to you also know? think about the fact that, like, relative to things, Warnock and Asif are pretty left, actually. Relative, relative to, to some Georgia, because I would have expected, like, Doug Jones made sense to me, you know. They they ran way left for Georgia, to be honest. If you're being for honest Georgia. with yourself, yes. they're yeah, really left for that. a Southern Democrat from Georgia. They did not yes. run as Blue Dogs, which is what you would expect. So It is what I, I would expect, 100%. Mm. Anyway, yeah, this is, that was the facts. It's a podcast about politics and, uh... Yeah. Yeah, 2021, we're your politics podcast for the network. Only now. telling truth, uh making sure that you stay unbanned on Twitter. That's our three tenets. That's what yeah. we go for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as that's... Damn. Nope. That sentence just let, did not leave the station. Well, um, this, this is <laughs> Them's the Facts, a podcast about fun facts and lying to your friends. I'm Gabe. I'm John. And I'm Chris. Oh, sorry, I was thrown off by the order. But we don't that's fine. That's do it fine. that way. It's wild. 2021, everything's changing. 2021 um no our, our site is clear John, now. don't try oh don't no we're not doing slogans we're not that podcast we can't do i that. know but i'm just no but i'm saying we're we've moved beyond 2020 so our uh, site yeah, is yeah, even yeah. clearer mm-hmm. good point yeah i think um as the 2020s progress the the world will continue to feel more and more uh sort of like in a movie when reality falls apart in a weird way but mm-hmm. that's okay because I will always be here to Google things about sea animals uh, three hours before we record. Listen, in 30 years, we'll be in Blade Runner 2049, so there will be, like, hot Ryan Gosling robots. It'll be great. Nice. Man, that's kind of wild, because there's already hot Ryan Gosling. It's taken 30 years to turn him into a robot. (laughs) Should I just (laughs) jump into a fact? Absolutely, Jump into your fact. Because it's me. I'm going to do what I always do. Are you all ready? Because it's gonna be it's gonna come at you fast. All right, I'm ready to. The CEO of Progressive pick. Insurance is not allowed to drive. Got a DUI? God. No, 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 no. Like in their contract, they're not allowed to drive because oh. it would be terrible. It'd be d- terrible PR if the Progressive CEO got into a car accident. Oh my God! So okay. they're not allowed to drive. They have to get. They have a private driver for everything. So they have a they have a car service. Yep. Huh. Here's something that is true. The, do you remember those commercials that were like, I for that like uh, insurance fraud protection, or not insurance fraud protection, uh, identity theft like protection, where LifeLock, the C yeah LifeLock and the LifeLock CEO was always like my social that's security my social security number, security number? Is, yeah, yeah that dude has had his identity stolen like three times, <laughs> so I feel like this is exactly the same dynamic at play they're basically trying to avoid this man getting life locked listen well, if well, my her wife... name is trisha griffith well then they're trying trisha to avoid griffith. her getting life locked but they're trisha trisha griffith is uh let's well i can't look her up because then that's I'll my uh that that's my 1960s country singer Sona. What do you want to know about Trisha Griffith? Good you want to know her salary? I can tell you her salary. She makes fourteen million dollars in total <sighs> compensation. Oh, I was actually uh, gonna plus bonuses and stock options. Well, I was that's total compensation. Going to to put an over under on the number of digits because seven, eight, or nine to me were all in the possibility realm. I don't know. I nine like, is, but I would like to eight, give an honorable six. mention. So I searched. Tell me about the progressive CEO. Now, I would like to give an honorable mention to another recommended search Google gave me, which is, is Flo the CEO of Progressive? <laughs> no, 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 no. In the lore, yeah, in the lore she is. She's In the uh, lore in the, she's not, though. In no, the same sense not. that the fucking Hamburglar, <laughs> I don't know, steals burger. I have to you assume. You know that in the lore now, the Hamburglar is like a single dad trying to make ends meet? I don't think the Hamburglar has appeared in canon since. Oh, oh, but he has. Oh. So, <laughs> there was is... an actual campaign where the Hamburglar like, is a 
young, as a middle-aged dad How or like weird. young dad, like a Gen X dad. This brings me to a question real quick. And I don't want to get on this tangent too much, but I do want to ask this question because I've thought, I thought about this after we were looking at it. Would it, would you like or hate being an actor or an actress that is mainly known for a commercial spot? I, like a long running commercial spot. I genuinely don't think I would enjoy it that much because like, even like, so like Milana Vaintrub is like really funny and she does like directing That's work and like a lot of right? good stuff. But yeah, everyone knows her totally <laughs> from AT&T, you know? And I've seen... Because she's really plays... attractive as the AT&T girl. That's well, she's just really attractive in real life. I know, course. but like that's how everybody was introduced to her. And then I she came back. She made her big comeback as AT&T girl. It would depend. Yes, for the pandemic, because yes. if I, you know, it could kind of go two ways. Like that pathway is rough where... You realize, you know that you're a really good actor and that this, you're basically being typecast as a commercial character now. But I feel like there's an alternative pathway where you're like a good actor, like you're a solid actor, you pursue it as a career. But look, you, you know you're not the best of the best and maybe we're never going to make it in Hollywood. And you, you, you're on a commercial big and you retire from acting with a bunch of money and find something else to do. And you see, like hobbyist, you do hobbyist acting, maybe that could be okay. I mean, obviously. If I'm honest, I kind of really like the KFC approach now, though. Yeah, I, I mean, where I, you just get a bunch of different known actors to play yeah. your character. I mean, if I was going to say the dream, I think the dream would be to be an actor actress that is established, but also is known as a fun commercial thing. Like, um, I I can't remember his actual name, but like you know, like Mayhem guy is in a bunch of stuff. Oh yeah, no no no. But he's also who's, Mayhem who's, guy. Who's from a uh, from Thirty Rock and uh, Law and Order? Yeah. He's oh, I, you see, other stuff too. the thing is, I know him as his character from Thirty Rock beyond anything, which is why it was very good when they got Tina Fey to guest star and had him I just, had her call him I just, a dummy, I know, which was a catchphrase from the show. I actually have a not so distant relative who is actually an actor who only ever made it in one big commercial, but I feel like I would dox myself if I said anything more. <laughs> um, like, but I I do. Uh, and he sound I don't know, I never really heard people describe him as miserable. Just, just tell us the pro just tell us the, the family of the product. I I legitimately I'm gonna say it and ask you to delete it from the recording because I think it's too specific. That I I never really heard this guy described as disappointed with his life, but I did I remember hearing that he was one of these guys who decides to, you know, marry a twenty year old in his fifties, which is Ooh, yeah, yikes. so I feel like that's the mindset that these guys really end up in. Listen, I've watched season one of Party Down, so I think the Adam Scott experience is being known as the guy from the beer commercial. I just don't, I just don't think that's a fun time. Oh, yeah. I just don't think so. And also, I think that a beer commercial is maybe even a, an especially bad type of commercial because people will just every time people see, oh, you want a beer? You want to get drunk, motherfucker? Like. No, I. Are we having? They made him just say the the uh, catchphrase all the time, which was, "Are we having fun yet?" Like, yeah, that's ooh. what I mean. The only good, the only good like life that anyone has had after a beer commercial is the Spuds McKenzie dog, who just got to live in like the lap of luxury and sit on like pool floats all the time. Do dog actors get careers, or are they all one off? Oh. Oh, dog actors get careers. Yeah, they get careers. Oh, damn. Uggy was huge. Rest in peace. Yeah, I mean, well, rest in peace, and that is one of the complexities of it, right? Like, I hate to say this, cause you can't love a dog past year 20. Like, you you cannot. <laughs> okay, I I am going to go with this fact is true. Okay, so you because think the progressive CEO is not allowed to drive anywhere ever? If my... But if they don't, because for the the logic that they don't want to embarrass the company specifically, so like, oh, I'm saying it's if in the my contract. wife, I'm saying it's in the is, contract. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting. There. I'm just making sure you are on the same page. If, if in my wife's contract she's not allowed to dye her hair too unnatural of a red color, then I think it makes sense that the C yeah, because she works in a lab at a hospital and isn't even patient facing. And yeah, and you know what too, like, the. It, there's multiple reasons, right? Like, it's not just the public image. The president can't drive. It's a fucking safety concern, you know? Like, maybe at this level of, of business, people, give like, really get treated like that. I, I, I Like, it, I am inclined to believe this. Mm. 
And Chris just trying to convince me not to believe it there may be even more inclined to I, believe it. I'm actually going to... I don't even know what to call this because this might this this has never happened before on the podcast. I'm I'm gonna overshoot the fact on purpose. I don't even believe that this is the only CEO with this clause in a contract. I <laughs> I could actually imagine this being relatively commonplace as a way to like basically keep these these weird important people like bubble boyed. Um, but I definitely believe it for a car insurance company. I tell you that much. So you're both saying true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, as far as I know, this is entirely false. Ah, uh, well, then I saw I really someone put it, it the overshoot. I saw someone put it as a joke somewhere. So then I kept looking it up, and I have not found that it's not anything except a good joke. So, okay, but like, if you can find out I'm wrong, you can make me eat crow. But I, there's nothing to there's nothing that says this is true. I think it is so impossible <clears throat> to ever get the details of that CEO contract that you you win. Uh, <laughs> I feel I'm like that would be a new that, that would be a story I'm pretty sure if it was a thing that like yeah, she's someone not would have covered it somewhere Maybe. yeah so the fact that I have not found it reported anywhere makes me inclined to believe it is well definitely he, not true you know he had to do it to us I guess mm-hmm. you know he had also to. Flo's actress played one of Leno's family members in the Jay Leno show he had a show what? like not a like yeah. a sitcom yeah, he had like remember he had a show for like one year and it was terrible. Mm. All right, I'm I'm it's me now. I'm I'm the boy. <laughs> it's me now. I'm the boy. Okay. <laughs> so glad we've really upped our speaking in 2021. It's been almost a year of doing shows remote. I don't know how to talk to humans anymore. That's fair. Yeah, it's. Uh... This is, this is a different dynamic. You but. guys can't judge anything I do. I can put this giant clip on my nose while I talk, and you can't do anything about it like this. Oh, uh, no. Well, I, I you, you're the one who has to edit that. that. That, yeah, and that's what I thought about <laughs> as I did it. Okay. <laughs> All right, Squidward. The most expensive ham has sold <laughs> for around $4,500 for the whole ham. These for the whole ham, you mean like when I picture a cartoon ham, one of those? So I mean like the the th- the thigh of the uh, back leg of the pig, going Cut from the hip hog. down. Not not the whole. Not hog. the whole. Okay, the whole. Specifically, hog not the whole hog. That's the good. whole okay, hog good. cookout has been delayed indefinitely by the fact that it was already never going to happen, but it will anyway. I'm gonna I'm gonna make us a whole hog eventually. It's, We're gonna do a pig picking in my backyard. And I'll roast the chicken for you, Chris. We literally... Thanks. This would be the post-COVID thing to do where everybody's vaccinated and they want to have 50 people. Because that's how many people it takes to eat a pig. I will dig a pit in our backyard and we will pit roast a whole hog. When I was in Hawaii, I did go to one of those. Oh, we did go to one of those where they had the pit with like the pig inside of it and they dug it out after it had been there all day. It was pretty interesting. It's beautiful. It's a wonderful thing. And then yeah. I ate none of it. The emotional experience of seeing an actual pig might sort of cut into it, but okay. uh, I think it's important to like realize that your food, what your food yeah, is coming from. Yeah, to some extent, it 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 forces you to contend with it, doesn't it? Um, this is a fun fact for me to do because I'm talking to a person who can now have pork, but didn't have pork for a large portion of their lives. And a person who had pork for a large yes. portion of their lives, but now cannot have wow, pork. Wow, that's true. It's really all walks of life on this podcast. Wow. Um, and then me, who no. is just all pork all the time. I mean, it's one of the better meats, right? The problem is, okay, King so I believe $4,500 ham in the sense that I believe uh, that there's expensive foods of all sorts. I feel like the number 4500 is actually 40, in contention. $4,500. That's a right. lot. Because if you said for, 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 for what's what's a pig leg, it is a pig leg, right? Because if you said, let's say like a two hundred dollar hammer or whatever, I'd be like undoubtedly. But this is, this is penthouse ham. This is uh, sexy yeah. ham in a magazine. No, I'm just trying <laughs> to come up with things that are expensive but not lazy metaphors. Like, oh, it's caviar ham. Like, yeah, that's also private food. jet ham. Yeah, this is, this the is like Kobe this is beef like, of ham. Kobe Kobe ham is Kobe uh, ham. Exactly, is, are you supposed to say Kobe? My bad. 
I don't know. Kobe, Kobe. Oh. I think I think it's Kobe, but Kobe the person. It's Kobe if it plays for the Lakers. That way, but he well. is named after the place. I I remember that was one of the things where I said that in a group chat, and one of you said to me, "Should have saved that for the podcast." That he's named after the place. Yeah. <laughs> Why was this ham so expensive? Yeah. Was it auction? Have to was get it an auction for charity? Forty five hundred somehow, basically. Did, did Banksy sign it? Was no. It... I'm telling you, this ham regularly sells for that much. Wait, wait, wait! You're telling me this this ham sells for that much a bunch? So like one dude bought it and then he sold it for that much, and it's just traveled around for years at auction. Yeah, at this point, it's actually more <laughs> of a mushroom, but. Um... <laughs> This singular ham is worth that much? Is it because it's so aged? This type of ham is worth that much, I'm okay. saying. I have a hard time believing someone can produce that many pigs worth that much money. I'd li- I-, I would like to know why this ham is so good. It's because the pig... Is it a big ham? ...has to win an award. It has to be a Navy SEAL. Okay, it is a... I, I don't want to give you guys no, too many that details. No, that is always a precarious thing. I have a hard plot, time believing, but, no matter what this ham is, that it can be any better than a honey-baked ham. So... Chris, didn't you say you don't know what God, red meat... Chris, like you are, you say, physically are you saying that specifically to, like, anger me, Chris? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I oh, don't know what ham tastes like anymore. That's what I was going to say. I think you said you forgot what ham and beef tastes like about I, three years yeah. ago. I've forgotten what all red meats taste like, except for... I can kind of picture beef broth a little bit just because I had it by accident at one mm. point last this last year. You gotta get you duck broth. Or have you had that duck ramen at brush from brush yet? No. You gotta get that duck ramen, man. Duck ramen. But let's talk about this ham. <sighs> ham. How much? How much money is it? To forty five. Four thousand five hundred. Okay. What else could I buy for four thousand five hundred dollars? Uh. The lower end of the PS4 listings on eBay. <laughs> or the Wait, PS5 are that, listings. Are they that high now? N- no, that was a joke. Oh, okay. but, <laughs> but the higher end probably is. I'm going to have a PS5 in three days. I'm genuinely pissed that I missed out. I did that. try to help you. You did, and I I tried. You were... Yeah. I was just a and little also, too late. And also, if it... If not for COVID, like you could go over and use Chris's PS5 any fucking time. The world is really what's I mean, getting. Okay. Chris and I are basically a bubble at this point. I could just go use his PS. I don't. Yeah, for all I know, you are like I. But that's there's like two games for it, so I just don't. I mean, <laughs> listen, I want to play some Bug Snacks. Okay, so I, I do want to play. Bugs. I wanted to figure out what I could buy for forty five hundred dollars, so I searched that. And what I have ended up on is a site I've never previously seen or been on called PriceScope, which is the... Oh, I've seen this site before. It's a good site. The premier diamond and jewelry community. So, I'm now now on a thread from Mixie with two X's that asked, I'm looking for an engagement ring within this range of price, $4,500 to $5,000. I'm sorry if this is a very generic question, but what can I expect to find in the average jewelry store for that? So, what ring could I buy with this ham? That's where I'm going with this. I don't know how to quantify a ring. Like, I would have an easier time quantifying that. Now, I'm already lost, and I may need John's help with this, because the next reply is just, I I don't know if this is, like, you got to be in the know about rings to understand this next Mm -hmm. sentence someone has sent. It just says, it goes, and then the following things in all caps. FL, space, IF, space, VBS1, space, VBS2? What does this mean? I have no idea. It's just a list. It's like a it's like a it's like a zodiac cipher. (laughs) 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 Yeah. If you if you actually it's a magic eye painting. If you cross your eyes when you look at that post, it just talks about rings in like a fucking regular way. Oh, oh, okay. So this is like the various ratings. What's the next thing I can find for forty five hundred dollars? What about this thing from reddit.com on the personal finance subreddit? On you know what actually comes to my like the the actual thing that comes to my mind for $4500 is like a ridiculous like desktop PC. Like mm. that's what lands for me at exactly like 3 or 4000. But I'm trying to get both in I'm trying to get all ends of the spectrum, right? So I, I'm going to personal finance right. to get what is the most This one says I have $4500. No, no, no. See, now hang on a second, Gabe. 
this is this post is titled i have forty five hundred dollars and i want to make the highest risk investment i can <laughs> what, what, what do you recommend why would you phrase it that way the, the, the explanation of why they suddenly have $4,500 is also great. I recently sold my truck, parentheses, gas guzzler, LOL, and then I bought a cheaper, more fuel-efficient car, and now I have $4,500. I'm at a place in my life where I can and want to make very high-risk investments. I can and want to make very high-risk investments. Okay, so how did this guy's Bitcoin bet go? Well, uh, this thread was from three years ago, so it probably would have been good at then. I'm seeing what anyone said. Yeah. All these people gave really safe options. This thread sucks. This is why I don't use r slash personal finance. Give me a real <laughs> I, risk. I want to make... <laughs> what if I, you just bought a bunch of copies of the game Risk? Mm. <laughs> but That's you pretty bought, good. Like, you, you bought like 27 copies of Risk or something. It, it truly is a high-risk investment, okay, well, wait, but wait, if you would have made off the pandemic, you just ordered the market on well, Risk. Buy, risk. Buy, right. what, what does a copy of Risk cost? 25. 180 copies of whoa, Risk. Whoa, 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 whoa. If you buy normal Risk, but wait, we could look at what's the most... Ex like, we could look at... Solid gold. <laughs> like, Risk. Okay, wait, what about this? How, how many versions of Risk are there? Do you think $4,500 could buy every version of Risk that has ever existed? When did the game come out? Um, That's Risk game. I don't know, but I just want to warn you, there is an entire Wikipedia article called List of Licensed Risk Game Boards. And it is... 57 $4,500? It is very long. The answer is going to be yes, unless any individual one commands a very large price, and I believe that I very easily would believe that one is like a thousand dollars and does. But I don't know just, why. But type in limited edition risk and then yeah, sort high to low. It, you know, it'd be like, oh, Henry Kissinger pissed on this copy of it. And like it'd be, I mean, in short, we have risk, risk, Lord of the Rings, 2010 AD. Uh, you've got two more to Lord of the Rings. You've got Godstorm. I've got a Lord I don't of the know Rings what that is. At home. You've got two Star Wars versions of risk. You've got Transformers risk. You've got Risk Jr. Narnia Edition. You've mm. got Halo Risk. Metal Gear Solid Risk. Risk is actually about... Uh, there's no geographical location. You're just trying to wrest control of, uh, of the franchise from, <laughs> from Michael Bay. And, like, <clears throat> Megan Fox is, is one of the factions, and she's just like, I just want a fucking acting job. This movie's dog shit. You've got uh, StarCraft Risk. And also, my least favorite, but also most favorite, you got Plants vs. Zombies Risk. Starcraft Ugh. risks just Starcraft in slow motion. <laughs> I what is the original fact? <laughs> well, I, I was just gonna say to get an original 1959 risk game is actually only fifty dollars. So I'm gonna mm. solidly put my hat in the I can buy every copy of Risk with forty five hundred dollar <laughs> camp. I thought you were about to say you were gonna buy a nineteen fifty nine copy. I might of risk. also do that after this. Like that's like fifty <laughs> is less than I thought. Um, they look pretty sick. They got like that bright, nice 1950s coloring. Yo, if you bought that, I would want to play Risk with you. I've actually never played it. I I've been playing it online with some of our other friends lately. What if we actually over in the, uh, guess this fact? The gaming server. <laughs> well, I was I was about to say, so I'm gonna have to remind me what the fact is because. I okay, so consider how much risk you can buy with forty five hundred dollars. Is there a ham that it's is the that ham, much it's risk? It's the ham. Mm. Mm. Okay where is there is there like this i guess the question is is there i almost want to ask is there anything you can say that doesn't give too much away like i almost want to be like is this ham from a particular country it is from a particular, particular country oh. and particular pigs in that particular country. okay i'm i got it i say true i'm gonna I go think. true yeah. i'm hesitant i believe that there's a ridiculous expensive ham that fits this description the number is just like the weird part but I've, yeah, I, I, it could get this high. I'll, I'll go yes. Now, John, after you say whether it is true or not, if it is true, I'm going to give you what sold me on it. It's because, yeah, well, I, I heard what sold you on it, but. Okay, it's true. It's true. <laughs> okay, so what. I did it. Here's what my mind did. You said a certain type of pig. I said, hmm, pig. Then I said, hmm, hmm, charcuterie. Wait, pig. 
Iberian pig in De- Decatur. Iberia? Spain? Let's go with it. Hamoni Medico, uh, specifically. Is, wait, is it, actually, is it actually Spain? Oh. It is actually Spain. Yeah, it's from nice. it's Hamoni Berico from Spain. It is a it is a ham that is from specifically Iber Iberian oh, medical man, pigs. Oh man, I nailed it. Yeah, you you absolutely nailed it. Wait, I, and, this goes uh, deeper. Like John Finish. Oh, oh. Specifically from Iberico pigs, and it is a ham that is salt cured for I think buried in salt for like three months, and then hung hung and dry cured for. Anywhere from like eight months to like three years. So it's pretty sick. Well, it's pretty sick. If any, if anybody listening is, you know the you know the progressive CEO we mentioned earlier and her salary. If she's listening, send us one of these hands. <laughs> send a hand. L- literally, if you wanted to send me a how money better go, I would. Oh, I, would, I mean, yeah, I would, I would take. I it. used to walk by a place that. On my way to classes when I was living in España, um, in Salamanca. Um, <laughs> she actually I, do a study abroad? In she can actually yeah, buy can. way less of these hams than I thought. <laughs> but I, I would walk by a place that had them like hanging out and curing, and the smell was so strong, but the taste was so good. Wait, okay, this is where this is where numbers lose me sometimes. So you're telling me if I have fourteen million dollars. I can only buy three thousand of these hams. Yeah, three thousand times forty-five hundred. Thousand times a thousand is no, a million. Numbers man. are wild. Just about, yeah, numbers are numbers are wild. I numbers have to resist crazy. doing facts about them all the time because they only interest me. Um, I have to tell you that this goes a layer deeper with Chris guessing it because my my phrasing of "is this for a particular country?" Here's how that went in my head. I've heard the phrase "Iberian ham," and I know that that would refer to Spain, but I don't. All I know is that that means that sometimes people care about what country ham comes from, so that must be relevant. I did not know that it was that ham. I did not know that. Specifically that ham, yes. You know, if we're going to buy all those copies of Risk and this ham. And the ham. Strapped together like a haphazard package of dynamite. If we're going to play on a life-size Risk board with hams we bought from Iberia, as the soldiers, we have to go to them as the ads. Hey, wouldn't a life-size Rick risk board just be the globe? So I have been reading a lot of books this year. And I am always looking for a good way to find a good deal on a book. Maybe I want it used, or maybe I'm looking for a book that's kind of out of print right now. And, you know, I don't want to go through maybe some of the big companies because, you know, we we know there are issues there. A good way to do the opposite would be to go to Abe Books. Abe Books is an online marketplace that lists millions of new, used, rare, and out-of-print books and other collectible items. So they connect you with thousands of professional booksellers in more than 50 countries worldwide. So if you want to check it out, you can go to affiliates.abebooks.com ppn. That's A-F-F-I-L-I-A-T-E-S dot A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S dot com slash ppn. All right, I got a wild one for you. It's about a sea creature, right? No. Oh. Well, maybe. You mentioned, you mentioned a sea creature earlier. <laughs> uh, only because I do them a lot. This one's not about a sea creature. It's about Olive Garden. That's why I said maybe. Because, I don't know, maybe Olive Garden lives. Maybe they have one under the sea. I thought it was going to be about Oscar. Uh, which Oscar? Well, you, many you said it was going to be a... You, the... No, you said it was going to be a wild one. Uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> bad um, joke. So, Olive Garden... Um, this is, this part is true. Uh, it is started as a subsidiary of General Mills. Um, and originally, um, th- th- here's the fact, the original Olive Garden slogan before when you're here, your family, uh, when it was founded in 1982 was when you're here, you're Italian. <laughs> and that's why the, uh, and General Mills changed it basically because <laughs> that was bad and the restaurant was failing. 
what year was it founded? 82. Oh, man. Wait, let me check something what? before I say a joke. <laughs> this reminds me of a tweet I saw earlier that was like Kanye's tweet from 2013 that where he said, like, I will never make a diss track. And someone, and someone re- quote tweeted it and said, I didn't know Kanye was Italian. <laughs> I will never make a diss track. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you know, it's like 10 years after The Godfather, so I don't, I don't think it'll be quite so bad by then. But wait, when did Godfather 2 come out? Godfather Part 2, excuse you. Yeah, I know. I'm just shortening it. Is the third one called Part 3? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because what would be even better was if it was one of the where they went Part 2 and then just 3. Well, so so he's actually, he's actually releasing a new edit this year called Godfather Coda, which is going to like add some stuff into it and like tighten the story because godfather part three is generally speaking thought of as the worst one yeah i mean i feel like that's not even a godfather problem I mean, it was it was made in the 90s so like so people like thought the plot was weak tend to be not yeah. like like the third movie of a fairly critically acclaimed first movie like you can't keep it going that long and people are gonna i mean look at rise of skywalker <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't look Ugh. at it. You, you don't need to. I'm just, well, I'm just not a Star Wars guy, though. I'm kind hmm. of leaning into what? the joke. But yeah. What's, wait, Chris, do you have your thing? I feel like you were looking to verify. Oh, I was just going to say it would just invite a lot of Godfather trips, but I think it's too late after that. But now I'm trying to think about what trilogy has the third movie of the best. Well, the Star Wars prequels. Yes. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith is the best movie in that trilogy by far. Uh, yeah. I fell asleep watching that movie in theaters, but it's not because it was bad. I was like seven. Well, the thing is, it is kind of bad, but it's the best of that trilogy. That's fair. <laughs> um, would you say Return of the King is the best? That's so hard. And... Because it's really hard to think of those movies as individual movies. Because they were made concurrently and had so much the same production values. And arguably, they all have different messages. But it's really hard to... Because cons- if I'm completely honest, Two Towers is the best. Okay. But they're all good, is the thing. I think... You know? like yeah. I, think, I think Return of the King is a huge achievement. And frankly, I will probably... We're actually about to watch it for our pod- my other podcast. Um because we're doing a Lord of the Rings trilogy episode, and we've already watched Fellowship and Two Towers over the last month. I'm gonna cry when I watch Return of the King, probably. Like, There's some it, movies where... It's, it's great. I love a- it. I still think I hold more emotional space for Two Towers, for some reason, you know? Mm-hmm. I just have... I, don't, I wish I had, a, like, a... I guess I don't wish I had a way to reflect on this take because it would it would end up snowballing us into some sort of tangent. But internally, um, I wish. Um, but yeah, um, failed Olive Garden slogan back from the brink because it was when you're here, you're Italian. I mean, granted, Olive Garden isn't exactly known for being good at stuff, but it's been it's known for being good at making their fucking food too expensive, in my experience. I am- when you're here, you get a. You get the best of the fajoli. You get the gabagoo. The, the, I've only been to an Olive Garden like twice. Mm-hmm. The first time, I sat mm-hmm. down and I ordered a five cheese ziti. And you may know that at Olive Garden, a what? it is five cheese ziti. Oh, I thought you said a five cheese ziti. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, well, I pretty much did the way that the ziti. But yeah, I, yeah, five cheese ziti, which is just a plate with five cubes of cheese on it. And. It came, and the guy, you know, the waiter has to ask, like, do you want to grind cheese onto your food no of matter course. what you order? I'm, like, 16. I look up at the guy, and I'm like, I think we both know I'm good. And he just, like, nodded. He was like, yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm like, I don't need cheese number six, but the gesture is is good. I the thing about Olive Garden is it was always the busiest restaurant in town. It was weirdly busy. I remember well, like because, being in there thinking, "Why is this fucking place so big?" Because it's decent. Okay, it barely scrapes past this on some nights, but it's decent food. Yeah, it's not like, bad. It's, it's decent food that, that feels kind of fancy prices. because it's because it's got white tablecloths. Yeah, 
It's a fact. You also of get a fancy restaurant. It's just you also get the free bread, the free breadsticks and soup. Yes. It's and there are no extra expectations that say maybe a fancy restaurant might place upon you. Right. So it's where it's where you go when you want to feel fancy without being fancy. Yeah, you could. And really, so in a town like, like Augusta, you know it was packed every night. You and you, yeah, because it's because that's yeah. You're right. They don't expect fancy shit of you. You could you could barely cross the shirt and shoes uh, line, um, but they for some reason make all the waiters wear vests and shit. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, the thing I always think about with them is that I always I I like their unlimited salad when I had it, and they have the pepper, that, but they put the pepper in it that's like the same exact one that they'd give you at a pizza. And I'm like, how am I supposed to incorporate this into a fork full of salad? I'm trying to think, like, I think I've only been to Olive Garden twice. And once was prom. And the other time, I'm pretty sure I was, I think I was just driving really long with someone. And we wanted to eat a lot of food. And so we stopped at an Olive Garden and did the unlimited. I think that's the only two times. I mean, In my mind, go. the place I stop when I just want to eat is Zaxby's. I don't know why. Waffle House. Oh, yeah, Waffle House, too. I think it normally would be Waffle House, but I think for some reason we saw an Olive Garden and decided that would be the, the choice. It wasn't a bad choice because it was a good amount of food. I think it was winter, too. I think it was kind of cold, so mm. soup felt good. The soup, soup is good. The soup, soup is good. when it's cold is absolutely unmatched. Like, there's literally... It'll get cold. I'd be like, it's soup weather. The contribution that Olive Garden made to American culinary society by making up Zopa Toscana is huge. Like, I don't even know what that food is. That's it's their uh, it's their potato soup. It's it's like potatoes, sausage, and bacon with kale, and it's so good. It's they like, like made up a fake Italian food, and yeah. it was good. So like, it's it, so good. It caught on. <laughs> I still made. I made it like two weeks ago. It's very good. I mean, it sounds good. Like it's that was the thing is I was like, this sounds like a non bullshit food. I feel like you guys are gonna want to guess soon, but I am. I I always tend to keep like wiki articles open as I do these things, and I'm learning a lot about Olive Garden that I didn't expect. Did they change their? Did they? Am I imagining it? Or did they have a whole thing about changing their slogan recently? They. Have had multiple slogan changes. They have gone through a couple. They still have like when you're here, your family, but they also have like there. There's some other stuff. I don't want to because it's part. It's too close to the fact. I don't want to tell you exactly, but I'll give I, you the timeline. Yeah, go once for we're, it. Well, once we're done, I'll give you the timeline. I mean, I don't. Oh, I don't oh know in why terms I of when the changes recently. occurred, yes, one of them was recent. That's you're not imagining that. 2013, exactly. I, I don't really need to I'm split hairs on that. I'm going to say false. Okay. I think. Wait. Hmm. I am also, I'm inclined to say true. 1982. Actually, this, this feels like some marketing they would have done. I'm going to say, I don't like the year. 82, I don't like the year. I think if it was the 70s, I'd believe it. Interesting. Okay. I think, so we're going we're gonna to go a split decision here. We're split gonna go decision, false yeah. True. Yeah, I think the year is what I don't like about it. Yeah, I'm gonna go false. John, John did a contemplative motion there. I could hear it by the background noise somehow. <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, no, I'm st I'm still going false, but like it'll be fun if I just get okay. shut out. Wait, you? I thought you said true. Fun. No, oh, no, true. I'm still going true. I'm still going true. Are okay. oh, you going yeah, true? Right, okay. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Oh, this is false. This is the hardest I've ever Thank made. Thank God. Oh, man. <laughs> I literally just decided this two hours ago. I think and then I looked up what their actual slogan was. And here's the thing. Chris, 82 is real. That is when they were founded. The slogan might not have sounded 1982 to you since it was made up. But that's actually the real. F uh, it is a uh, started as a unit of General Mills in 82. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Did they have a different um, slogan back then? Olive Garden's original slogan was, it might be worse than my fake one. Good times, great salad, Olive Garden. Yeah, if you're, great salad does not sell me on anything. The salad, it certainly the doesn't. salad is a prequel. So, so this is the advertising. I think their salad is heavy. still great. I do still I actually like it, salad. yeah, but Olive Garden's original slogan was that this was used when their main advertising focus was unlimited salad. When unlimited soup and breadsticks were added to the menu, was the slogan was changed to "When you're here, your family." And then, don't know who did this Wikipedia edit, 
The new company's slogan was inaugurated in early 2013 is we're all family here. Don't know what that means. Uh, um, okay. I, I honestly do not know what made me think about Olive Garden other than that I don't know if the never-ending pasta pass actually exists. But it actually it is does. mentioned in this article. Well, oh, the does. never-ending one? I don't think so, no. In 2014, the restaurant continued the promotion that added the never-ending pasta pass, where customers can eat all the pasta they wanted during a seven-week period for $99. Yeah. yeah, no, Justin McElroy bought one and unboxed it on YouTube. Really? Then there's the, like then a, there's a lifetime pasta pass, isn't there? I don't think uh, there is a lifetime pasta no, pass. No, okay, I'm going to go to Wikipedia now. Every every year since they've done like some version of I can't eat. Pasta, as someone with like a tummy problem, pasta really agitates me. I, I could not conceive of doing this. In 2019, Olive Garden added the lifetime pasta pass offered to the first 50 diners to sign up for the never-ending one. 50 people. Jesus. And there are 50 people with lifetime pasta passes, man, is what you're saying. They, they're going to be like the... like. In the Hunger Games, they're going to be like the Senate, you know, in the Hunger Games. When did Olive Garden oh, change yeah. its logo to this terrible looking thing? And here's 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 the one where I said, I don't want to say anything yet, but because it's not that relevant, but I don't want to read off the article. Despite Olive Garden's advertising that it has a cooking institute in Tuscany, news outlets have reported that, in fact, there is no institute or school. Olive no, Garden does send a number of managers, trainers, and cooks to Tuscany each year, but they stay in a rented hotel and spend only a few hours at a local restaurant in its off-season. Oh, my. <laughs> so what the fuck are you sending them to Italy for? I don't like... I'm going to say you're doing it. I don't like this new... This new logo. I like the old one because it reminds me of, like, um, the title screen of 90s computer games. Oh, absolutely. No, this new one just looks like some, like, it, it, g- generic. It's generic. Says, Until July 4th, 2014. It does look like, it. yeah, this is the title screen of Myst, you know? It's like, the title screen of Olive Garden, the video game from the yeah. 90s. Where you, Title screen of Catacumen. Where you 1v1. Where you uh, forcefully overtake Tuscany. The CEO Tuscany. of Caraba's Italian Grill. You fucking put him to the mat and get, you know, you win your wrestling match against Caraba's Italian Grill. It's the final boss. Should we do a listener fact? We should do a listener fact. Okay. How about this one from Steph? They said the barnacle can change the size of its penis depending on its environment. This is called phenotypic plasticity. Please give a slight summary background. They said, I think that about sums it up. Yeah, it does. Um, okay. The barnacle can change the size of its penis based on its But size how? Well, so here's what I'm thinking. Maybe it's like a water pressure thing. But size how? People say barnacles have the biggest dick-to-body ratio of any animal. They cannot but, possibly live their tiny little barnacle lives okay. being hung around the clock trying to stick to boats. Yes, that I could understand. Down. But again, mm-hmm. size how? Doesn't the size of everything's penis change? Are you, are you just implying oh, that this is barnacle boners only? No, I, that's I'm saying what is. is what does it even mean? Like... like Emotionally, well, I mean, metaphorically, philosophically, space, what is it? Size does not only include. What does it mean? God, I, to change I really the didn't size want our first episode of the year to be spent talking about penis size. You know. I mean, I honestly think that we can we can pretty much, I can we can steer that. Well, I was gonna say we can steer that boat whenever we want, but that's too close to a barnacle metaphor. I'm not even uh, trying to get where John's going. I'm saying anything. This is a thing. Any animal that has one, this is a thing. Like, I don't understand why it wouldn't I mean, be true. Kind of. Okay, Chris, this is a good joke, but you know what this No, <laughs> no, I actually, no, I, this is a legitimate, I'm not going to say gripe. Chris is know. drawing a line in the sand. I am. This is, like, oh, everything saying, changes the size of it, right? Am I wrong? like, all, I see what you're kind of saying, like, all human, like, I, all, all animal body parts, including and possibly especially that one where it's, like, there's... A, Kind of just over time, like literally, you get an inch taller and shorter every day. I don't even I mean that. Saying. I just mean like, I don't. It's not abs. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say this sentence, and please never, it's never, okay. go, go, never go. take this never out of take context. Never take this out of context. Like, forward. which means say everyone, it. please take this out of context. Penis size isn't. It's not absolute, right? I get what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
Okay, it's here's, always here's, here's, relative. Here's the case I'm gonna make here. Barnacles get to pick when it changes. Okay, now that well, that's what you. Well, <laughs> I, I couldn't. Think. Depends how much mental control you have, game. Have you not been doing the warrior exercises? Apparently, not as much as a goddamn barnacle has. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe yeah. That's barnacles are really good. They kegels are really popular in the barnacle community. And they've actually discovered a new thing that you can do if you're very good at controlling those muscles. I unironically, that thing I said about how big barnacle dicks are is why I kind of think this is true. Why would they just have giant dicks all the time? They're no one even knows what a barnacle looks like. Sorry, sure what? Okay, that's not true, but okay. I'm gonna say true just because I think this is true about like every animal. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm reading, maybe I'm painting too. Too broad, maybe I, you know, taking too broad of a stroke here, but let's just let's let's make this a, a three for. I'll go true. Okay, I, I'm gonna go true, and also like in the sense that I believe they can do it on command. The phrase on command is, I think, what's getting Chris here. All right, um, oh, I'm gonna scroll down, and it says true. They didn't give an explanation. I'm gonna look up. I don't. I'm gonna go to an incognito tab and look up this. <laughs> I would. Game. I would not do that in an incognito tab. I. I don't know. The thing I just is, don't I want have... all my recommendations on my ads what? to be for barnacle penises, you know? That's the question, is what would you get? Okay, so phenotypic plasticity, I didn't need to do an incognito tab, because that's a generic term for when an organism can change something about their biology yeah, based on the yeah. environment. Okay, yeah. so now, now I will Google search barnacle dick. God. Chris is about to uncover a whole world uh, uh, of Oh, no, you don't understand. Here's where I went. I went to uh, pbs.org slash nova slash nature slash barnacle penis dot html. That's, oh, that's an excellent web address if I've ever heard that's of That's where I'm at. And, it, and it, it's an article um, by Nova entitled The Amazing Barnacle Penis. And it's got a video. I'm going to watch this later. Excellent. This is pretty good. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I just looked up what a barnacle looked like, and one of them was a diagram, and the part labeled penis is unrecognizable to me as a human being. <laughs> but, but, but that's a bridge you'll have to cross. I haven't looked at it yet. I'm imagining it's like say... similar to what a pangolin is, where they have like a little repository for their tongue inside their body. I'm hoping it's the same thing. Like where thing. the anatomy is it's just like, unrecognizable. It's, like I... it's like that scene in... um. In a uh, shape of water, mm. where sh where Shelly where Shelly where the barnacle has sex. Yeah. Well, yes, exactly. That's exactly uh, it. I that's another movie I haven't seen, but only know that there's undersea horny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, everyone. That's the thing is, everyone's like, "Oh, it's the fish sex movie," and I'm like, "There has to be something else going on in it, or people wouldn't have liked it." Uh, it's it's genuinely a great movie. You should watch it. I think you would like shape. it. I, I probably would. The Shape of Barnacle. Um, <laughs> I. That was the facts. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like to some extent I've barnacled the plot um, here. Yeah, this <laughs> this is slash has been. Them's the facts. Um, uh, we are part of the Pocket Podcast Network. You can head to pocketpodcastnetwork.com. Did I say that wrong? No, no you said it right. You said it right. Okay, pocketpodcastnetwork.com and see all of the shows on there. Um, as I've mentioned, um, people are uh, still releasing a lot on there. It obviously is going to depend on different people's schedules with things going on now. So I know that like No Dice recently had to announce a hiatus, but uh, as we previously said, when they had to do that, that would be a great time to catch up since they have a sort of continuous storyline thing going exactly sorted is always putting new stuff out so is green mountain mysteries if you want a, an active um actual play podcast they're they're pretty constant with their schedule pretty pretty regular so i would definitely check out all the other great shows we got up there yeah um you want to submit facts to our page uh we have a page on there that you can submit the listener facts on or abolishunits.com we'll just redirect you straight to it exactly Thanks, our theme music is by James Hunter USA. Never far. It, uh, they're now going by New Weirdos, and they've got music on Spotify, Bandcamp, wherever you get your music. You can check it out. Yep. And I think that's everything for us. Um, so until next time, I'm Chris. I'm Gabe. 
I'm John. And don't believe everything you hear. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.